Hello and welcome to the Over Underachievers, the only podcast in the world that talks about sports and gambling. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy. Join me as always, clanging around on some uprights before bouncing through onto the net is chasing waterfalls. To set a record like that is unbelievable. What? Like, I don't know what's more incredible. Three things. I'll give you three options. Number one, okay. that he did that, right? That that it not just that he broke the record, but how he broke the record. Um, number two. The swagger he had by saying he might get an apartment in Detroit, which feels like a bad (laughs) real estate investment. Number three, um, the Jags, uh, I'm sorry, the Cardinals kicking a 40 billion million mile field goal and it getting returned by the Jaguars. What was more unbelievable to you? I think it's the kicker swag in Detroit. I feel like that was off the rails for me. You're correct. Yeah, you're definitely correct. Listen, kicker swag, kicker, kickers talking crap. After like uh, you know doing two or three plays a game yeah. is unbelievable. Even if it's Legatron, which he deserves all the loyal laurels and all the triumphs, he's the best. But I was like, okay, it is Detroit, so settle down a little bit. Let me. I, I want to put. I want to do this. Uh, I want to invite Conspiracy Knox in, and, and he wants to throw a, a theory at you. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Yeah. He thinks that the Lions don't actually have fans. There's actually there doesn't exist any Lions fans. Have you ever met a Lions fan? He wants me to ask you. I mean, I have because I've uh, been to Michigan a couple of times for a variety of reasons. But maybe this, you know, but were they shaking fans? someone's hand and they're like, "Hey, I'm Daryl and I am a Lions fan." They have confirmed that to you. Yeah, that's what they said to me. But yeah. now that I'm thinking back on it, were they were they real or not? I don't. Because they I didn't like talk about any players, they just again, generally. Is, we don't have a mic set up for conspiracy knocks, so this is just me relaying this stuff right now. He believes they're conspiracy or they're they're crisis actors. He thinks they're <laughs> crisis actors, or he thinks they're they're people who it's like the intersection of um, the Ford, whatever the Ford family or whatever the old lady, whatever. Like they're like, hey, we don't have fans. That's bad. So what we can do here is we can leverage the people who they require pain to experience pleasure, and we can say you can come do that here. And we will give you lions uh, paraphernalia to wear. I, it made me think. I, I want us to start like an MLM built around sports. Go on, I'm listening. Agents, right? I, I, I watched Little Rich. Right. And I was like, "Is this bad?" Yeah. And an MLM is only bad if you're at the bottom. If you're at the top, That's it's right. the best thing ever. That's so right. I, I want to so join it. us at the top. We have a new website coming out. You guys the are the are underachievers. The first. MLM. You're the tip of the sphere. I want to build it around like sports fan free agency. Okay. Yep. And I think it could be like those, do you know those like buy a star gifts that come around on Valentine's Day? Like buy your loved one a star. Um, and it's just really just about paperwork. Like here's oh, the you can get plots paperwork. of land in um, Scotland or something now. And, and, that's, and then you can be royalty. See, I'm just, it's a, like, it's a star, you know, like it is a nebula with the residue of the origins of the universe. Scott, you're not getting that for forty nine ninety five. You're just not. So like I don't know why you expect that. But I think we could like help like liberate sports fans, you know? And be like, here's the paperwork saying you are not uh, to receive any negative feedback for not being a fan of the Minnesota Vikings anymore. And now you're it, free to to cast your lot with anybody else. You you mentioned this in the more you know this week, and um I don't think that people really understand the angle that you and I come at because we don't just root for a single logo or a single bit of uh clothing right. laundry for for our whole lives i mean i quit the texans after yeah. last season 
and I'm still glad that I did. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a Broncos fan. People are like, oh, you know, like, how can you just quit a team? I'm like, I don't know. How did you just start a team? Someone else liked it, and then you liked it, and then now you're just, that's that's that for life? Like, mix it up. Variety. Variety is You were staring down the barrel of supporting a guy who liked getting taint massages, okay? You didn't want to do that, that anymore. In a okay? really weird front office. Grow up, Peter Pan. You don't have to do that anymore. It's Even ridiculous. Even it's the best logo in the league. I still, I don't have to do that anymore. That's, again, the most insane take. That's a take quake <laughs> on top of a nuclear take. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard you say. Fan free I, agency. Let's let's look into this. There's we'll something work it out. there. We'll work it If you're interested, send us five thousand dollars and we'll, we'll walk you through the <laughs> we'll walk you through the next steps it's really good we'll, we'll get there uh as always the over and is proud member of the podcast media group and the show intending to consider news in the sports world the prism of overs and others again we're not experts we do this for entertainment we do this for camaraderie and we always tell people to gamble responsibly jason i'm gonna ask you how you're doing but first i've i, I want to i want you to acknowledge that i've shown great restraint because i heard through the grapevine that you had a really good NFL weekend, and I didn't ask. You know why? Because I wanted to save for the tape. I, did, I wanted to get my authentic reactions here live with the people so they could hear. So please walk us through your NFL gambling week. Yeah, I mean, you heard it from me in our text thread and then just didn't respond. Alleged, no, no, I'm saving it for the tape. I'm saving it for the tape. It's like, I get that's it. good content. I get it, but I, I like how you were like, hey, I heard through the grapevine, and the grapevine is either me or Andre. Yeah, I just want to feel like we have sources, you know, like people, like rumblings, <laughs> it, like Adam Schefter's and stuff like that. Uh yeah, boy it uh it did not go well last Sunday. Right. So week two, uh huh. Had to do some soul searching, right? Th- yep. Week three went well, and um, Monday and uh, Monday went well. Monday also went well. Okay, okay. That's all. You, that's it. That's the. That's the. That's what you're gonna. Oh, I get it. Big time guy here. Okay, I get it. I He's mean, like, we can talk about units if you want to, but if you don't have the context of how many units I was down and how many units I was up, I was. I was, can I, I be honest down. with you right now? Can I be yeah. honest with you right now? Yeah. You have a big high school senior energy trying to explain how the lunchroom works to a freshman. I don't yeah, appreciate it. I don't appreciate it at all. I don't like well, it at all. I mean, you can you can track me. You know, okay. you know where to find the numbers. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I went the other way. I went um, tantric. Oh, no. Tantric gambling uh, Bono sex, okay? I was like, two bets this week. That's all I'm making. And they were both in college, and they were for the Georgia Bulldogs, and they rewarded your boy really nicely. And then I went all in on the NC State. I called them the cats. There's a wolf pack. I talk a lot, you guys. (laughs) I'm going to say a lot of wrong things. You called them the cardiac cats. I know. I I was excited. Was that a thing? I know, but like cardiac pack was... Is that like a thing? And then you just messed up pack for cats? Some of my DMs did, and I just tried to be like cool, and I wasn't okay. cool for a okay. second. Okay, hey, you know, it's all right. We're all not cool for a second. Speaking it's okay. freshman vibes you're putting out there. Yeah, go ahead. No, you, you did your best. You'll figure so, it out by senior year. You know, and I'm, I was I was going to gamble on the NFL, then we ended up we ended up at church, and we ended up at uh, out to eat, and it was like, ah. And then I took a nap, which was the 30-minute nap, which turned into like a three-hour nap, and it was just, it was just a big weekend, you know? So yeah, I just, I admire my restraint, and I admire your prolific uh, gambling success that you refuse to tell us you, about because you're too big time for us now. That's you great. apparently also had prolific gambling success. I had a little bit of success. Was, yeah. was the Georgia bet a, a three-digit bet? I am not going to confirm uh, that it was not. Do you know what I mean? Does that? <laughs> <laughs> what was the NC State bet? How many units? Uh, NC State bet wasn't as big, but the, okay. the heart and the soul was big. You know what I mean? It was a big uh, cocoa, like a big like the heart of cocoa was in that bet. You know, uh, for the the Disney Pixar movie. You seem like a big Disney Pixar uh, movie. Hey, have you guys watched Doogie Cami Aloha on Disney Plus? It's really good. No, it's gonna. Is be it okay? It's yeah, we we okay. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're definitely been uh, circling that one as you would yeah. say, and we've been taking a look at that one. But we are currently about to start Survivor. 
Okay. The kids are yeah. very interested in Survivor. Thanks to Uncle Knox. Yeah. And we also, British Baking Show is back okay. and Master Chef just ended. So we've been running kind of that gauntlet. You know, I, uh, last time we recapped, uh, uh, the great British bake off baking show, whatever it's called. I, it's a very convoluted name, so I'm not very enthusiastic about it. We're not doing that again this year, but I was up. I was, if no one asked me, but I would have been up for recapping it. If we could call it the hunt for bread, October, I was like, <laughs> then I'll, then I will talk about this because I can't get the name. It's too many bees and British and bread and bake. I don't know. Um, okay. Let's get to our first over under. Um, and then we're going to resume our over and under reactions of the NFL. NFL week because again, um, you know, just when we think we have a handle on what's happening in the NFL, we don't have a handle on the NFL. When I'm did we s- think we did? Um, no, I think we think we're going to in week fourteen. That's the plan. It's like in week fourteen, yes. all of this is going to make sense now. All my you charts. know why we need you know why we love week a, a new week seventeen because hmm. that's going to give us one more week that we've got a handle on it, even though the starters won't be playing. Just a tight three week window where we feel good <laughs> about gambling on the NFL and we'll probably lose money, but that's okay. The one the the one result that I was like I don't know what to make of this um, are the Kansas City Chiefs because I don't know. I, I really, you know, I, I think what I'm settling into is uh, I'm settling into a real like momentum peddler, you know, of like who lost last week. Well, I, I'm I'm really looking for urgency. Who's going to have the most urgency this week? And I think that's who I'm going to like kind of ride a little bit. And I would have thought the Chiefs had the most urgency this week. I think to me, you know, we were talking about like let's stay away from the Chiefs. This is if the if the Chiefs were a personal friend at this point. At this point, I would send them a. You good fam text right now because like two L's in a row, Andy Reid's going to the hospital in an ambulance. Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if you noticed this, he's really getting blown off the screen from by Jake from State Farm. Just getting blown off the screen. Not even holding serve a little bit. It's cause for concern for me. I don't like it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, if you look at this Kansas City Chiefs schedule so far this year, first week they won against the Browns, right? Yep. At good home. Win. Good win. It's fine, but they really only won because the punter dropped the ball. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not a hundred percent chance that they were gonna lose if the punter uh, caught the ball, but the punter dropped the ball uh, for the Browns, and then you know weird things ensue, and the Chiefs win. I mean, who knows? Okay, so then week two they lose by one to mm-hmm. the Ravens. Yeah. Week three they lose by six at home again. That's two home losses. And I know a lot of people are like, they could just as easily be 3-0. and They could, but they're not. And they could easily be 0-3. Yeah. And I, look, you know, I was listening to one of their former linemen. He was on a podcast, and he was talking about their offensive philosophy. And, like, should we panic about the offensive philosophy? And this wasn't even the point of what he was talking about. But he was talking about how Travis Kelsey, when he, like, his play, he just gets open. Like, that's just what he does. Like, he doesn't run routes. He just gets open routes. And I think that's fine for a while, and that's cool, and I love that story. But eventually, you got to have a plan, and it feels a little bit like trying to put a Lego set together without the manual. You can do it for a little bit, but eventually, you're like I, this reversible piece. I don't. I literally don't know where this goes, and I need to do understand. Do you know what the goes. plural of Lego is? What? Lego. Lego. Okay, it's like deer and deer. Correct. I love and it. And everyone needs to be very clear about that. If anybody says Legos, they're not a fan. See, I think the Kansas City Chiefs would uh, uh, benefit from some of that clarity. I don't think they have it right now. And I think this is where they have doubled down on Pat will do it. And there's not the institutional structure of like, here's where we run um, trips left. And Tyreek and Kelsey and Pringle are over here. And someone's always open. I just, I don't like it. I don't like Andrew going to the hospital. Again, I know it's like we already said this last week, but mm, I would be shorting that stock big time right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, just to wrap that up, I, I think that there's too many distractions going on now. Mahomes is, is absolutely huge, even with uh, Jake from State Farm blowing him off the screen, yeah. especially in that. I think. Are you referring to that shoe commercial? Yeah, I am. He yeah. blew him off the screen. He blew him Jason. off the screen. It was not good. It was like um, watching. Uh, it was like watching um, Barbara Streisand with Michael Sarah, and I was like, somebody's got to leave here. You got to get Michael, out of here right now because Michael Sarah is incredible. You're saying. Yeah, he would have blown ba- Babs off the screen. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, you know, and Baker's new commercials is not that good. When he's having the yard sale, I don't like that one as, some, as much as some of the I'm going to push ones. back on you, Jason. I'm going to push back on you because he is wearing a fanny pack. And that is, for, for yard sale truthers like myself, that is an aspect of yard sales that people don't realize has to be a component of it. So you wear one. No, I don't. Ashley does. And she there crushes. It is. She yeah, absolutely she crushes. But I'll tell you what, Baker's other commercial, when they're like assessing the mom driving by. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but she, he's like, yeah, but she's a good egg. And I yeah, like it. Like, keep it That's positive. a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Ended on a positive. Uh, no, no, they ended on a negative because then they said they, she took her kids out of tennis. All right. So we've got Chiefs have got at Eagles coming up this week. That's a yep. return home for Andy, Andy Reid if yep. he is there, which is all reports currently say that he is intended to be there. I, I just, I don't know. I'm staying away. I, I, I get that you're doubling down, but. I'm saying far know, away, man. but I'm also thinking they got to win this week, right? They got to win big this I week. I know, but right? so do the Eagles. Yeah, but the Eagles aren't good. You know, that's the difference. And their head coach is Are the, the same Chiefs? The, their, their head coach doesn't know he needs to be a college coach, but he needs to be a college coach because he's doing things like getting them koozies and T-shirts about beat Dallas. And I don't even know if you saw like the pre-Monday night uh, interview where he was talking about all the best rivalries in sports. He was like, Cowboys, Eagles, uh, Florida State, Florida, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Oregon State. I'm like, hey, bro, I think you need to be in the college. I don't think you like the NFL. I think you need to be in college, and that's okay. <laughs> all right, tell me, talk to me about uh, an NFL situation that you were either over or underreacting to. I am overreacting to the Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders again. Mm, are you, though? Are you yeah. overreacting? Yes, because in crunch time, they got it done. I mean, they sure, got it, done. It, it shouldn't have come to crunch time, but Jacoby Persett played well for the Dolphins. Yeah. For those that don't know, the Raiders won in overtime. So I don't know if the Raiders' defense is kind of like a Kansas City defense situation as well, where it's very, it's got some holes in it. I mean, the line's pretty good. Carl Nassib, shout out, my boy. But uh, man, I, I think the Raiders are good. I just do. They're, they're, Look, they're, th- they're 3 and 0. We're going to see next week against the Chargers, but then they have Bears. Broncos, Eagles, Giants. Look, so they may end up at like what seven and one. They're sitting real pretty, and I see. I'm I'm going another way. I'm underreacting because I, this is a classic. Um, they should have lost this game because correct. Like the old Raiders lose this game because they've had so much invested in uh, the previous few weeks and they played so hard. This is where they lose their focus. But and, and I think you saw that with like the Ravens, right? Like the Lions aren't good. But the Ravens, like it was a, it was a tough haul for them to get here, so they had to grind that out. The Raiders don't grind out victories like this, but not typically in the last three years, not since Gruden, right? But they have, except for against Chiefs. Like when you look at the Raiders now, because I, I I was like you, I looked at their schedule. They have a pretty realistic path to fourteen and four, and I don't know, you know, I think the Bills probably have the. Well, it's not eighteen math. I'm sorry, three, fourteen, three. Yeah, sorry, they have a realistic. This seventeen game thing, I'm telling you. Andre and I were giving you crap about it and like reminding you during the preseason. I still can't get a hold of it. See, like no scores. You know, like in the old system, it was like, oh yeah, twelve and four, eleven and five. Yep. Like, there's a number you knew sequence. All of them. This yeah. is. It could be. Uh, I I could have said the Raiders have a realistic path to twenty five and six, and I, I would like, have been okay. like, that's probably right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think so the Bills thirteen and four. Yeah, the Bills probably have the easiest path because that division is trash. 
Um, yes. But the Raiders, their schedule um, unfolds pretty nicely before them. Can I just toss out something? And you can either yeah. catch it or you can let it fall to the ground and like roll Love away. This. Okay. Raiders plus 2,400 to win the AFC. It's a okay. big number. It's a very large now, number. That, that means the AFC, that means to get to the Super Bowl, right? Not just yep. have the best regular season record. To win the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. Okay. First of all, I have a bet on the Raiders season win total at like eight and a half or something like that on the okay. over. Okay. So you're going to do okay on that. That that one looks good. Yeah. Right. 2400 I think I really like that because besides the Bills, like you just said, who's the other like thrasher in the AFC right now? No, it's a lot of like Browns, Chiefs. Um, Browns are pretty good. It's I don't feel like Vegas is quite hip to the Raiders yet, you know? Um, yeah. And I feel like in a week or two, because what you just laid out is they're going to be 7-1 and one or whatever, like at the end of October. And then I think those odds are now like plus 500 and there's no value there. But plus 2,400, that's worth a fire. And they beat the Ravens in week one. We, we consider Ravens a good team, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a I second see, tier. That's a second tier AFC team. But then they beat the Steelers and the Dolphins. So I don't want to go over. That's why it's an overreaction because I'm like, oh, this team is so good. But, see, the but they beat is, the Steelers. They they clocked that defense. The Steelers yeah. defense is good, and the Raiders move the ball. And I think they they have like a um, two years ago Chiefs formula of the offense is really good, defense is just good enough. They're not great, but they're going to do some things. They're going to be a little sneaky. So. Uh, I'm I'm I, I'm loving the Raiders. I I just wish you would have gotten on the bandwagon when I got on it. You know. Oh but my you, gosh. There's, <laughs> there's it takes a village and there's room. Insert for the audio of how many times I've talked about the Raiders this year. Thank you. Right here. <laughs> um, let me ask you this: Should we under or overreact to the Colts? And I don't care. Start this team is trash. Okay, okay, okay. I, I see where you're at mentally, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call an audible. Okay, I think this is this no, clearly... no. I, I do want to talk about it. I'm not saying. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm. I, I've. I have a pitch for you, though. Okay. Okay. I. I kind okay. of anticipated this is going to happen, and yeah. I think we're we're all aware. This. I big... think because I'm in Indiana, you want to always talk about the Colts, but I don't. No. I, I mean, I'm just trying to find commonality, bro. I'm trying to I, find commonality. Like... This is a big emperor has no clothes moment for Jimmy Ursay because I think he's like, you know what? It's actually kind of hard to find a good quarterback when you don't have the number one pick and drafts with generational quarterbacks, and that's okay. That's a lesson he needed to learn, and that's a, that's a tough lesson to learn. But here's what I, I want to offer you. Here's what here's here's my pitch to you. I think the Colts. Let's tank the season. Let's just yeah. Let's just be out, and then I want to see them end up with hopeful, eventual America's heartthrob, 2021 Heisman winner Matt Corral, Midwestern Kyler Murray. And then I would love to be become a Colts fan. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. I feel like he'd oh, be a lot of fun for the Colts. This would I'm be very so, I would like to apologize to you. I did not know this was the type of offer you're gonna you're gonna put out there. Yeah, and maybe man. that's that. Maybe that's our special our special boy. My number our number one boy team next year, right? Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it's, that be so much fun? Uh, I don't know. He's definitely coming out this year, though. Okay. Um, let me ask you this: uh, Packers. Are the Packers back? Are the Packers good? Should we overreact or underreact to their uh, win against the Niners? I am overreacting to Aaron Rodgers. Am I doing this over and underreacting right? I feel like I'm doing it backwards. It's really just what the heart wants. I don't know. How I'm do you over, think it means? I'm overreacting to Aaron Rodgers because... Do you think it's fake or you think it's real? I don't, I don't know. And that's why I'm overreacting to him being so good. Okay. Is the idea that he can't do this all year, right? Okay, not see, after I'm, the offseason he's had. I'm kind of where you're at because I'm like, spicy take. If the Niners aren't down to their four-string running back, four-string running back who was previously concussed pretty harshly last week, I think yes. they win that game. Okay, but they didn't. And I think um, the Packers deserve credit. But also, like the Raiders, the Packers will be 7-1 at the end of October. Their schedule's yeah. not good, and they're going to be sitting in the catbird seat uh, in the NFC North. So, And to be I, completely honest, Aaron Rodgers is playing 
very, very well week two and three. Yeah, there there was a, a couple spots in that Niners game where he just kind of disappeared a little bit, and it was like, what are y'all doing? You know, just keep throwing Devontae. And also, Devontae got concussed, obviously. Can we, yeah. like, take care of our guy here? I know. Um, but I think this is going to be one of uh, – this, this has all the makings of um, the Packers roll into L.A. or the Rams roll into Green Bay and absolutely boat race the bejesus out of the Packers, you know, because I think they're good, but I don't think they're that good. And I think they're going to be one of those fraudulent – top season in the NFC. Packers and the Saints are, are, are the same to me right now. I just, it's not quite feast and famine like just it is for Jameis yeah. uh, for these two teams, but the Saints have a pretty good D. The Packers are good overall as a team, but then just like you said with that one, there was a stretch and I think that it was just the 49ers playing defense better for that stretch and then that yeah. made Aaron Rodgers look at least normal again yeah. for a little while. But man, oh man, the, these two teams, Packers and Saints, I just, I don't know what to do with them. And I really cannot trust them unless they're playing terrible teams. Yeah, I need more data. And the a, the NFC North is not going to be super helpful in ascertaining whether or not the Packers are legit or not. But um, this feels like last year and it feels like the year before. Packers are yep. good regular season, but not in the playoffs. Um, let's wrap this up. And I just want to get your thoughts on your number one boy, uh, Matt Stafford and the Rams, their dismissal, their curt dismissal of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me read you a stat line and you tell me whose it was, okay? 27 for 38, 343 yards, and four touchdowns, no interceptions. It wasn't Tom Brady's, I can tell you that. Correct. He only had one touchdown. But he did have more yards at 432. I mean, Stafford's playing incredible. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, this this Everything like... that we had hoped to happen is happening. It's all real. And the, uh, I was both really impressed, but also hesitant to assign this to anything because i thought this was the rams like first half super bowl this was very important to them um and they played really well and the bucks second secondary was absolutely decimated that's not an excuse that's just like hey sometimes you have a bad matchup and they just got destroyed and the rams did everything you're supposed to do when a uh position group is decimated um i think you know the bucks sign richard sherman will be interesting hopefully they'll get a little healthier my concern for the rams is um uh, sean McVay settled down Okay, this is this is week three or whatever. But also, I know, but like you just said, this was the early season Super Bowl, so it can't be an early season Super Bowl and calm down. It, well, I don't think it should be your your early season Super Bowl. I think you need yeah, to peak. act like you've been there. You yeah. need to peak later on, and I'm worried that they're Ooh, peaking right now, and I'm worried that they're going to be a little decimated by injury too eventually. So, uh, look, if they stay like they are, they're they're uh, uh, a nice bet for the Super Bowl because they're man, like. The Rams were always really good, but now that they have a guy who can spread the field a little bit and throw it, and like, is Deshaun Jackson going to be around in four weeks? I don't know, but he looks right. good while he's here, you know. And Matt Stafford can give him the ball, so because like a couple throws go different. Matt Stafford has six touchdowns and about five hundred yards. You know what I mean? Like this, this game was probably uh, not quite as close as it actually seemed by the scoreboard. So, and for I was all really your points. With them. Yeah, I was too. But for, for all your points there, and this this was their, they acted like this was their early season Super Bowl. And just mm. like you're saying, that's why I'm underreacting to them because I see a correction coming on them. I don't think they're going to go 17 and 0. Not anybody mm. saying that, but I think that there's going to be three or four losses that are just scratch your head losses because yeah. they had that close game against the Colts. But also, you know what the rushing totals were for this this game? I mean, and and the rushing game's not dead in the NFL because sure. like you look at like Shanahan, a couple other coaches, they actually run two pass right. But there was 35 total rushing yards for the Buccaneers and 76 total rushing yards for the Rams. I don't think that translates. Tom Brady was the the leading rusher 
for the for the Buccaneers. I don't think oh, that translates to playoff wins. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because neither team wanted to. Neither team could run it. Neither team wanted to run it. And that's not the formula for winning football. Not that this is 1990s in the Big Ten, but you got to run a little bit. And I think that's why the Bucks won it last year is they could run it with playoff Lenny. Okay, so let's move on to the second over under of the episode. Um, and this is we're going to introduce a new segment. Um, we'll bring this back periodically. Maybe it's called replacement roulette. And really, the over under on this that I'm going to give you is uh, is it over soon or under soon over being later under being soonish okay and i'm gonna throw a couple different figures at you and we can talk through whether or not they should be replaced sooner or later first one man aggie um he is man he is uh taking the l's you know i looked up the first coach fired odds and let me just give you like the top five okay Matt Nagy is even, even odds. Okay, that should be like minus. That should be like minus five hundred. You know, when you look at the other guys here, Joe Judge plus three hundred, Urban Meyer plus seven hundred, Mike Zimmer plus thousand, Zach Taylor plus twelve hundred. I don't think any of those guys are getting fired early, much less this year. You know, so Matt Nagy, no. he's the one. I would put like a thousand dollars on this because he's gonna go if they don't fire him. Something weird, something very weird is going on there. Especially if Ryan Pace stays as well. I mean, it's not good. I mean, when you look at that game, 26 to 6, I'm surprised Cleveland didn't have more points, to be completely honest. Yeah. But but you're talking about one yard of passing. Now, he really had 68. That's because of all the sacks, right? Sure. And then 46 yards of rushing? It's, that's uh, insane. And I don't know which is more grounds for dismissal, the inability to craft a, a game plan to highlight the skills of your rookie quarterback or your weird handling of the press and the media of being like, I don't know who the quarterback might be. might be Jim McMahon. might be Andy Dalton. <laughs> it, might be, it might be Jesus Christ himself. Who knows? I'll send out my media guy to, to attend the rest of this question. What a weirdo. Like, what are you doing, Matt Nagy? Um, next up, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, ben... <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. Is he, is he your opposite number one boy? Like you like talking about him, but he like not in a good way. But you just can't stop. Is he like a is he like a, a traffic accident? And you just like have to just park your car and, and watch this thing go down and see what happens. He is so ripe for death, you know. And we're in the twilight of like we know it. I don't know if Mike Tomlin knows it or he just can't do anything about it because when Ben Roethlisberger gets hit. It's my favorite thing in the world because he reacts like Willem Dafoe in, Pl- uh, in Platoon when he's getting machine gunned. He doesn't like take the hit and get back up. He uh, flails. Uh, 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 <laughs> he, like, he drops to the ground and he's like, why God? <laughs> it's the best. And I love it so much. Shout out Platoon. Not enough references from that. Not movie. enough references. And listen, uh, I wanted to bring this up. Have you ever, have you ever read the Willem Dafoe in Antichrist story? Like about how um, there's supposed to be a nude scene, but the director was so distracted by Willem Dafoe's Willem Dafoe that he yeah. was like, that can't be in the movie. That's too <laughs> significant. So I need to get a stunt double because what you're doing right there is distracting to the movie. Good for Willem Dafoe. Good for Willem Dafoe, not good for Ben Roethlisberger. So do you think he will be replaced over or under soon? I don't think he's – I think it's going to be over soon because okay. – Not a big Mason Rudolph guy over here. No, that's why. Um, let me throw Spencer Rattler at you, the uh, the prodigious quarterback from Oklahoma University. Uh, I, I, look, and I will say, um, maybe we'll talk about this more later, um, but you called it um, last week about top 10 team tumult. Um, and boy, was there that. And a lot of people laughed at us about calling West Virginia going to play Oklahoma tough. But West Virginia played Oklahoma tough. A lot of that was 
Spencer Rattler, and I don't know whether it depended on him or Oklahoma's offense, their inability to produce points, but what I want to talk about specifically in this over-under was how long until Spencer Rattler is replaced by the uh, five-star freshman Caleb Williams. Are you taking the over or the under on soon? Under. I think it's got to happen. He has not looked good all year. Um, You helped me to give proper credit on some of the takes of last week on the top ten. Uh, upsets. It's a team. But, it's a team. It's a team yeah, effort. But you will recall that in previous weeks, I've just not been impressed with this Oklahoma team, and no. I just I continue to not be. They're they're not they're not what they were with Kyler, with even with Jalen. You know, it's just it's just a completely different vibe. And is yeah. it the coach? Did we just did we just completely overreact on how good that coach is, and we should have been underreacting? First Spencer of all, how Rattler. dare you? How dare you? Because he's a man who's brave enough to wear a visor while he's going bald. We're watching him. He's yeah, in so, media res balding. Okay? Hey, bro. So is Matt Nagy. We got, we gotta, sometimes we got to make choices. No, that, Matt uh, is done. He's bald. It's finished. The work is over. Lincoln doesn't know. He hasn't gotten the final, here's your final bill for baldness. So he's still trying. So I appreciate that in him. But you're right. Like Spencer Rattler. I'm not used to watching Oklahoma be bad at offense, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like it. It's it very makes weird. weird. <laughs> it's Them like watching a Big, Ten, a Big Ten quarterback on on a Big 12 uh, team. I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Can you guys figure it out? Because this makes me uncomfortable to watch. I'm with you. I don't think it'll happen, but I want it to happen because Caleb um, Williams. I, you know, I didn't know much about him, but he's a big read option guy. He can fling it. Uh, in some places, I think it was SI. He's the number one overall recruit last year. I did watch his highlight tape on a YouTube channel called Embrace the Grind, which I sure. do want to. How do we feel about that? Embrace the Grind as, as like our a, MLM. That's the name okay. of our MLM. I'm in. I'm in. We'll get the TM, TM, TM. We'll get people. We'll get Charlie Rock. <laughs> I don't think we can copyright. TM someone else's YouTube name, but yeah, I, I, we'll figure it out. Well, what if he hasn't TM'd it though? Now we can oh. TM that. Okay. Sorry. Embrace the grind. But he, he looks really good. And I think depending on whether or not Lincoln Riley thinks the dip is about Spencer Rattler or just we don't have good players on this side of the bowl, I think that'll determine this. But man, I, I know Spencer Rattler was... You're going under on soon? You've got to be, right? You can't believe that... Lincoln Riley, with with all his hopes and dreams, and joining the SEC and 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 being an offensive guru, is going to leave him in there to keep going like this. Okay, here's I'm I'm trying to work this out because I think Lincoln Riley is I think he's a good coach and knows how to get good recruits. I think something he knows is you don't just like shiv a guy in the back, yeah, you right. know, who is probably going to get go to the NFL this year. That's not going to be good for Spencer Rattler. Um, but I also think he or wants for to future get, recruits. Yeah, so but but I do think there's there's like the Saban mentality of hey best guy plays. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Sorry about it. And I think the the thing that Caleb Williams brings to the table is he can run it. And I, I haven't seen Spencer Rattler like really run it with intentionality. And I think when you have a Jalen, when you have Kyler, that's when the Oklahoma's offense is interdimensional and intergalactic. Like you cannot stop them and what they want to do. And I think that's a big part of what they're missing right now. So I don't know. Um, okay, next one, um, Logan Roy. Um, this is a succession-based uh, uh, over/under, but will Logan Roy be supplanted by either Kendall or the field? Are you taking the over/under on soon on this? So Greg's off the board. Greg the egg? No, yeah, I, I think Greg. Field. I okay, the field, so he he applies I, there. But what I'm saying is, I think that it should be Log. I, I think it should be Kendall, mm-hmm. Greg the egg, or the field. Like he gets okay. his own line okay. item. Uh, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Because all my money is going towards Greg the Egg. Because I, I just like the chaos of this show that I absolutely love. Uh, I think that that would be the route that's just like it just like spirals with Logan and Kendall and all these different divides, and then all yeah. of a sudden Greg's just ending up at the top. 
with Listen, with, with Tom as his uh, as his number one ad- advisor. You're not wrong because I think this show ends with Greg taking over the company. I think that's, <laughs> but I don't know when that ends. You know what I mean? But I think, and I love that the Tom and Greg, like my favorite relationships um, or characters, really just my favorite characters are Tom because of the Tom and Greg dynamic. Because I think yeah. Tom is just Greg with like aged with cynicism, you know, right. and a little little power. Um, and then I have Roman. And you know who a low key favorite character is for me? Connor. Stewie. I love Stewie. <laughs> Stewie. <laughs> Stewie Hussein or whatever. Why is he there? I don't know, but I love him every he time. He pops because in and out and like, don't do drugs. Do drugs. No, don't do all drugs. He does do drugs. Is take he, over. Don't take over. He hits a half court three, dunks from the free throw line, and then he's gone for two episodes. And I love my man and what he brings to the table. I love it so much. Do you think Kendall will take over this season? I don't. I think that that's going to be too easy, right? The, the, the similarities between... Um, man, it's almost like Yellowstone and Succession are kind of like Trey Young and Luka Doncic right now because they're similar, um, but they're very different. And I think Yellowstone was premised in the first season of Kevin Costner is going to die because they're like, you have uh, stomach and heart cancer. And then going into the second season, they were like, hey, here's a pill. It fixed it. You're good. <laughs> I think similarly, Logan Roy was supposed to die in the first season of Succession, but they're like, actually, you're an incredible character and we want to keep you. Um, it's how long do we drag this out before it becomes a weird version of will they, won't they? Um, like in the romantic style, but just in the death style. That's I don't know how the, how long they'll be able to do that where – we're not annoyed that Shiv got so close or Connor got so close or Roman got so close or whatever. Um, if you had to pick between Roman and Connor, who would you pick? Roman. Oh, definitely. I mean, for, for my viewing pleasure, I just like that Connor is, keeps trying, especially in the trailer. Yeah. He's like, Hey, all these other, all these other kids of yours are idiots. I'm the one. And you know, you know, when we watch the show, Logan's gonna be like, okay, bud. And yeah. then it's just going to cut. <laughs> and then like that never gets addressed again. My like, listen. He, my favorite moment, the most relatable moment maybe I've ever had in my life was when Roman watched the rocket launch crash in the bathroom <laughs> and just closed his phone and walked away. <laughs> I've done that so many times for so many things in my life. I, I just felt known in that Well, moment. that didn't work, and I'm not going to address it emotionally right now. Just going to walk away now. Um, okay, last one. Uh, there, the new James Bond movie. Uh, we're starting to hear the reviews are trickling out. We're going to get that soon, um, which begs the question, James Bond will be replaced. My question to you is, do you think he'll replace, he'll be replaced sooner over or under soon to you? I would say, I would say over, I think they're going to let this breathe for a little while. Yeah. Let it, let it get out on the, the, the streamers or let it get out on the buying platforms. Oh, that's probably a good point. Let him have his victory lap and everything, his triumph. Um, yeah, but I think I, I'll go I've got over. a couple of names for you. Yeah. Here's who I do not want. Okay. okay. Robert Pattinson is a name being mentioned for this. I do not want that. I don't think I want that either. Idris Elba is clearly the favorite right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. But I think that Richard Madden, Richard Madden or Luke I don't know Evans. I know who Dick Madden is, but I don't know who Richard Madden is. Is that the same person? <laughs> that's what we call him here. Dick Madden. Dick Madden would be a great one. Put on like 15 pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. 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 You like that? Ah, he was in like... I don't know. There was a show on Netflix where he was like a bodyguard to a queen and he called her mom and it just made me feel weird. I didn't I think like it. It was called Bodyguard. Is that is that really what it's called? Wow. Okay. Maybe. I think so. But I just didn't like the I didn't like but the vibe he put out, you know? There's a there's a charisma I didn't think he had. I think that kind of underpinned his I think failed. but if he puts on fifteen pounds of muscle though, that gets fixed. But can he put on fifteen pounds of charisma? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> but with the embrace the grind MLM, <laughs> you will put <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. We is... guarantee fifteen <laughs> 
Is it just a carb-based MLM where we say that you, you need 15 pounds and that brings the charisma out? And we're just getting people loaded up on carbs? I like a charisma to carbohydrate a ratio. Yeah, That's let's an go interesting the other way. <laughs> okay, sharks, here's what we're talking about. Let's have an all-carbs diet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that works with your bread thing. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's right the there. for Bread October. See, that just, literally just, works with that. We just have to sink the pieces. <laughs> we just need to record for endless amounts of days, and we're going to come out with this thing. My number one favorite okay, is, Luke, okay. is Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Looks the Explain part. that. I, I just think he looks the part. I think that he's a good enough actor. When, when Daniel Craig was first cast, I really, really wanted Clive Owen. See yeah, what Clive too. Owen's up to these days. I am glad it was actually Daniel Craig. God, that, that TV show is the worst TV show on TV right now. I don't watch it, it, it at all. It's like visual melatonin. He looks terrible. But Luke Evans, why not? I think that this is something that somebody could take a step with. But he just feels like you didn't get your number one guy. So here's Luke Evans. You know what I mean? But I think that's how Daniel Craig was. Nobody, nobody really thought that was a number one guy. But they wanted Bond to be more brooding. Right? That he was the, Daniel Craig is the first blonde Bond. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, that's Tom I, Hardy. I, you like Tom Hardy? I don't like him as Bond. I don't think I do either, but I think... I don't know why, though, for the record. I'm not anti-Tom Hardy. He doesn't, he doesn't play straight-up characters. He plays weird characters, always with a yes. mask on. Or and I talking. like him being weirder. I, I yeah. don't think he can play it straight-laced enough. I mean, like, Daniel Craig in Logan's Lucky, he got to play a weird character in that, and that was yeah, fun. Yeah, he did. Yeah. In Layer Cake, I mean, Daniel Craig can certainly go weird and have fun. But I, I, I don't you know, know what strain of Southern accent he was doing in Logan Lucky, but um, <laughs> he was doing something. So he made a choice, and I appreciate it. All right, who's, who's your number one? It's, it's Idris, um, but if it's not okay. Idris. I would like to see Tom Hardy because I think Tom Hardy is like at odds with how hot he is and how charismatic he is. He just doesn't want to do it because you got a little glimpse of it in Inception. If he just right. does the character from Inception as, Inception as James Bond, I think it would be like the greatest Bond ever. But I just don't know if he – and I don't know if this is like for British people, if it's like when you're asked to play Batman – or you're asking me in the MCU, you're just like, of course I say yes. I would also, um, I would do Marissa from the OC as James Bond. I would watch that. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but who knows? I don't know. Don't knock it until you try it. You know is what it, I mean? Is it 10 years before Tom Holland is, is James Bond? Is that what, is that what all oh. of this is just building up to? What they just did, like, baby James Bond, you know, like Jim Bond. And it was like him <laughs> in high school. You know what I mean? You could just be like Spider-Man you know in what? high school, but James Bond. You're kind of joking, and they kind of tried to reset this with Casino Royale. I mean, it was at the beginning of James Bond being James yeah. Bond, but young James Bond could actually really work. Can I be honest with you? I'm more interested in Baby James Bond now. I think Boss Baby, Baby James Bond, Humphrey Bread October, Embrace the Grind. I feel like we're all over <laughs> some really good ideas in this episode, and I just think that move now is to let him breathe. Send oh, us I your $5,000, and we're going to let it breathe, and we will get back to you with the, with the specifics of our ideas. And now we want to welcome in our good friend, Andre Three Sex. Andre, how are we doing, man? Gentlemen, I'm doing well. Fresh off a big boys weekend in Nashville. Uh, I'm still not 100%, but let's go. We got some fun games this weekend. Walk us through what that looked like uh, in practice, because the text thread, I, I don't know, I was a little worried for your health and condition there. It's, it's a lot. It's late nights. Uh, Hard in the paint. Uh, it's hard in the paints, late nights. Wanted to see if we could drink all the Coors Light that Nashville had to offer. Uh, <laughs> and we got to watch a little football. Got close. That's good. That's good. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to keep going uh, with Surrender Cobras here. So we're going to introduce uh, things of the upcoming week or things in the last week that we, uh, I don't know, maybe we're taking some L's or something or we want to surrender some attention to. So Andre, why don't you kick us off first? Yeah, my first one is the Europeans at the Ryder Cup. Speaking of taking an L, they got <laughs> smoked. 
the the Americans dominated in a, a nineteen to nine fashion, the largest margin of victory in modern history for this for this event. Uh, so you know this team's young. They're a lot of fun, and they're they're really damn good at golf. So this could be kind of a a new wave of of, of golfers for uh, for the Ryder Cup. Now, do you think it was a hundred percent because of Bryson and Brooks like doing their Care Bears like we love each other now, or like slight like ninety nine percent of <laughs> like ninety nine percent? It helped, yeah. you know, team camaraderie. Uh, but you know, they just they just they they just played really really well this weekend. My buddy has a my buddy has a theory. Would okay. you like to hear this theory? Yes. You know how the PGA announced that um, there's going to be a social reward? Yeah, that's right. Is it is it possible that this entire Brooks Bryson thing was manufactured? See, to that's get, what my to mom get that reward. My mom said like this is a false flag um, uh, whole bit that they're doing to try like buoy each other up. Um, I choose to believe in the authenticity of their beef and their feud, Jason. So I don't even like, honestly, I didn't have you as like an anti-vaxxer or like an anti-beefer. Um, and I don't even know if I want you to be involved in this anymore. So I'm a little frustrated that you brought that to the table, but I choose to believe that these are two Where's conspiracy males. knocks when I need him. You know what you, I mean? You have to invite him in. You can't just like okay. start yelling at him. Like, he's not even just, in the room, bro. You just go straight into conspiracies. You no, he needs to an sure invite. He's... You did you, what I did earlier, I was like, Hey, Conspiracy Knox come in. Everybody was chill with that. Everybody understood. You just blasted in here like the Kool-Aid guy with some unwarranted theories about Bryson and, and Brooks. That's just me being me, bro, you know? I mean, there's not Man. a second one of me. I am who I am. I Did any? Did either of you have any money on the Europeans? No. No. Would it ever be appropriate what? to have money on the I'm Europeans? I'm sorry. This is regular Knox talking about putting money on the Europeans? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm asking, is there ever... I'm a new better. I'm just trying to understand this. Is there any ever situation where you can bet against your country like I did with the uh, boomers? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Again, that I'm just I'm remembering down this moment. Us, yes. <laughs> but I feel like the Ryder Cup's different because that is potent and poisonous. I, and I, I can't really wait don't for like you to be Europeans. like, hey, regular Knox is coming back in and, and anti-American Knox is out. <laughs> Not anti-American. I love America. I love teachers. I love America. Uh, I love all the people here in this glorious country. Jason, What's your Cerner Code for the week? All right. Mine's gonna, a quick one is Josh Gordon and coming back and on the Chiefs. I mean, we'll, I don't know. You would prefer I, him to stay addicted to drugs so he can no. come back? Is that what I'm oh hearing? <laughs> the accusations are coming hot and heavy today, yeah. and I'm trying to be so nice to you after you, you just confirmed <laughs> that you bet on Australia no, and the Europeans. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if me saying that a guy getting a, I don't know, what is this, fourth chance? I'm all for second chances. Yeah. Third chances are great. This is like a fourth chance, and I don't know how this helps the Chiefs' defense, so that's why it's my surrender, Cobra. It really. Um, I'm, I hope he's clean. I hope everything's good. Uh, you know, whatever clean means to him, more, more power to him. But I don't know how this helps their defense. No, uh, it doesn't. And, and I, well, having I do another like the, sprinter down the sideline is, is pretty crazy. I like that Andrew's like, you know what's the best defense? A really fast offense. So let's just get faster. Let's just keep doing that. Hey, I, I mean, and I don't know that the if Chiefs you go all the like, way, maybe that's what they're doing. They're just going all the way. But for someone like Josh Gordon, I I feel like stability um, and structure is good. I don't know that Chiefs have that, you know, because there feels like there's a lot of tumult. So I'm a little worried by him. Maybe he could have gone somewhere like cooler and like more boring, you know? I don't know. I'm just a little worried about Well, and we were just that. talking about the Chiefs just, you know, it just kind of it's getting to the point of chaos with all the stuff going on around them on the yeah. field and off the field. Uh, unfortunately with the Andy Reed situation Do we have an update on the, his, uh, the health there. He said he'd be back to work on Tuesday. I just don't like think dehydrated, yeah. right? He just needed yeah. like a bio light or something, you know, like a liquid IV, not a spot, neither sponsor. It's just a lot going on. And then you're going to bring Josh Gordon in. I mean, this was a very stable franchise. And now all of a sudden it just seems like stuff's catching up with them, which leads me to my main surrender. Cobra Clemson. Wait, hold on. Let me start. Let me, have, do you guys like liquid IV? Again, not a sponsor. Do you guys drink that? 
Heck yeah. We get we get the one from Costco, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> hi, it's some hydration pack. Liquid IV. That put, that's it. Yeah. It is? Uh, and yeah, I, I like that you packets. clarified that Liquid IV is still not a sponsor. Also, Costco is not a sponsor. So just so the people, they know. <laughs> hit us in the DMs, sponsor. guys. If you're listening, the tires the DMs. that I have on my Kia minivan, both also not sponsors. Also how I get to sponsor. Costco, not a sponsor. They've introduced like guava and watermelon and cherry, golden Guacamole. cherry. Guacamole. Guacamole it's, liquid IV? None of these flavors are good. They are bad, and I want them to stop manufacturing. Lemon lime is delicious. Tangerine is delicious. Strawberries, strawberry is delicious. It's not. It's, it's just lemon lime. Just make lemon lime and get strawberry it Strawberry tastes like a strawberry milkshake in water. It's incredible. I don't, I don't want a water milkshake. It's a dessert, it's a dessert liquid IV. Anyway, sorry. You, I, I interrupted you. What's your other It's strawberry? okay. I'm, I'm, I'm big into liquid IV. I've got like four or five different flavors over here. Have you oh. tried the purple one, the bedtime one? Night night. The bedtime one. Is there like yeah, CBD? Yeah. Have you tried? Have you? Yeah. Have you tried? Guys, the green I cannot one? take melatonin. If I take <laughs> half a child's melatonin, I don't wake up. They they like they have to do last rites on me, and they're like, he might be dead. I don't know why how I process medicine. One time I took a melatonin and a Benadryl, and I cool. started talking in tongues. It was <laughs> nutty. And woke one time, up three days later, on my birthday, <laughs> we were about to go out to dinner, and Ashley had a headache, so we dropped our kids off, and her mom gave her two Tylenol. And flash forward, oh, no. flash forward to dinner 30 minutes later, Ashley is asleep in the booth, and her oh, mom no. gave her Tylenol PM. So yes. she didn't know that. <laughs> Hand up. It's fine. Um, it's fine, you know? You know? You, know that, you know that like honey-based cough syrup that you give kids? Yeah. Just like the, the mostly natural stuff or whatever? I'll yeah. probably get lots of DMs on that. But uh, apparently there's a PM one, and okay. one time uh, the, my daughter had a cough, and I gave her the PM one right. and then sent her to school. Whoa. Okay. Shut that right down. <laughs> Shut that right down. <laughs> Sorry about that, dear. It's okay. It's okay. Parenting is hard. But yes, shout out Liquid IV. What made you think of that? Because he needed an IV drip? Yeah, I think somebody said BioLite. It might have been me. I don't know. Or Liquid IV. It might have been me. Uh, and I just wanted to talk about Liquid IV because I feel like not enough people are talking about Liquid IV. Again, not a sponsor. So, sorry. Keep going. And just to be clear, if you look at the specs, it's not that much better than like G2 or Gatorade. It's, it's just Why do we got to do that? Why do we got to do that? Sugar, it's just sugar and salt. It's Look, not, I knew that. Like, I started buying it from a gas station, and I was like, this is probably not great. This is probably not going <laughs> to fix anything, but it's delicious, and I like it. All right. So my real Surrender Cobra, I mean, I had a professional transition there, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no problem. You did. That's my bad. It's Clemson. Folks, okay. downhill. I mean, Yeesh. this is... Do you remember... First of all, I won the bet on the Clemson under 11 and a half in the yeah. first game when... Go, go dogs. Can we do like a? Can we like? Adopt? I'm sorry. Was that Ed Orgeron? Yeah, go dogs. Let's adopt Ed, Ed Orgeron's okay. voice, but for Georgia. Okay, uh, I'm, not go dogs. I'm not against this. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> go, go dogs. Go JT Daniels. They are not good. I no. mean, what, what, Knox, you help me out here. What's the Chiefs Clemson comparison here? Where it's just like the pieces are there, but my gosh, they are not good. You know, the um, I think more than anything, and it makes me sad for Clemson fans because it's not like I dislike Clemson or... Don't be sad for Clemson fans. Well, okay. They're, they've I, had a fine run. They they have, and it's like I... This is more about loving watching Dabo take the fall, you know? And like the, the death of hubris. That's more what this is about. I'm just... I, like him sprinting out in front of his team, like that was ridiculous. And him <laughs> that, making it all about him is ridiculous. That was absurd. I just I like him taking a little. I, maybe this is like a heat check, and he just needs to take an L a little bit. So yeah, there. It's weird when you don't have Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, it's hard to you know uh, play college football. You know, so it's difficult. It, maybe it's more like the Colts. You know, with uh, Peyton and Andrew Luck, and then when they don't, it's really hard to find a quarterback. And not that DJ Uyunglele is not good. It's just DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, got it. You got it. Like you I did said, it. I, See, 
I can say it now that they're losers. It's week five in college football or whatever, and you got it, man. Good for you. So yeah, it's a it's a wolf. Um, My Surrender Cobra. You know, I'll just package Auburn and Texas A&M together. I just Auburn. This is I don't like want to be mean to you. I just want to warn you. Okay, I feel like uh, it was the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Where comes yeah. someone comes from the future and is like, hey, like it's going to be really bad in the future. I feel didn't like watch. didn't watch it. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's not that good. I feel like somebody should come to Warren Auburn and be like, hey, if you don't get it together, you're going to be like Tennessee now, okay? And like you, you might be in the Derek Dooley phase, and I don't know if you can fix that. You might be in the Butch Jones phase. I don't know if you can fix that. But I feel like they are just a couple bad seasons away from just being a joke and never. It's like once you once you dip down, and I know Auburn's going to be okay because uh, in-state recruiting is so much better than Tennessee. But once you drop down to a certain level, it's really hard to get back up. So I think they need to watch it. Texas A&M, I just don't know what to do with y'all because um, they, they feel like the Utah Jazz of the SEC to me. Where Ooh, it's like I like everything, that. Like the Stockton Malone ones. No, like th- this version where it's like uh, that's they're probably fine. the same. It's probably yeah, it's probably the same team. Yeah, <laughs> they might still be there. I don't know. I, I don't who actually watches Utah Jazz uh, games. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like everything looks good. Everything sounds good. The record's good. But they never do anything unexpected, you know. And they always kind of more let you down than surprise you. Um, and then the last one, and I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but um, the Coach Beard episode of Ted Lasso. Yeah, I I love Ted Lasso as much as the next guy. I'm a, I'm a fierce advocate for the show, but I don't have any idea what was happening in that episode. I didn't like it, and I didn't. The one thing I didn't want it's like dessert for dinner or like the Joey spinoff of Friends. I didn't need Coach Beard like that. I just like him in the corner a little bit, come and hit some threes and go away. The whole episode around him that was strange. That the was whole strange. episode was strange. I I mean I, I like it. I get it. You know, follow your love right is yeah. it, otherwise chaos will ensue yeah it being an entire episode was was wild it was wild and i don't feel like enough people are talking about how bad that was it was not good it was a very bad episode but uh, you know definitely. what hey that that's that's them doing something uh surprising that was not they what took you a expected. risk so, and yeah and so i congratulate goes, the risk they're, they're not text they're not the texas a&m of apple tv See, it felt like J.C. Dacus sat down with Bill Hader, and Bill Hader talked about the Barry episode where he did the, the kid who uh, does karate and like beats everybody. And he was like, that was so much fun. And J.C. Dacus was like, I want to do that. But he did it with Coach Beard, and it just didn't work. And that's okay. Right. But it didn't work. I, I do want to be on the record. It didn't work. Um, okay, let's go to Overs. Andre, what you got for Overs this week? I've got two. Uh, one is a quick shout-out to Kirby and the boys for hitting the over by themselves against Vanderbilt this past weekend. <laughs> Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, boys. <laughs> I said on the pod last week it would be 55-3. to three. Final score was 62-9. to nothing uh it was uh you know they could have scored 100 they had 35 in the first seven minutes of the game jt daniel didn't play the after the first quarter it could have been more embarrassing than it was and then second one is uh arkansas and georgia a very exciting Mm. game game day in the house uh it'll be rocking for a noon kick you know arkansas has kind of been a nice story this year with wins over texas and texas a&m but if we think georgia is the best team in the country i think georgia probably wins and and probably covers there's always the risk of a big number 18 and a half with the back door uh coming with a late touchdown but um i gonna have 18 and a half is the current number right now that's a big and it has not moved all week that's a lot are do you think that arkansas is worse than clemson when you think about what the georgia clemson game was or do you think that georgia's offense is now clicking so it's just a it's a different team on offense for georgia and the defense is, is still what it is yeah i think arkansas's probably better on offense i think that kj jefferson does what dju wishes he could do yeah he drops it he runs it he's a good thrower he's actually a little beat up um from last week yeah i think defensively it could be similar uh clemson would probably have a better defense but they are without two of their best defensive tackles now so it'll be interesting to see kind of what 
uh, Arkansas kind of game plans on defense, so they try to come in to stop the run and go one on one. I don't know if you heard this somewhere else, but did you just invent DJU? Because I love that. That's good. It's a lot easier. Yeah, we know Have you, you love that, Have you heard that, that somewhere else before, or did you just invent it? I just, just rolled I think if it. he comes out and, and he, he talks in third person and he starts saying, DJU gonna, gonna put up bo- points on the yeah. board, then I think that Clemson starts winning again. I, you're not wrong. I'd be like, you got to start winning before you can go third person. You can't do that now. That's ridiculous. You know, but um, I like. I, I mean, like that's the confidence the team needs, though, is to do it right now. I like it. I they like need, it a lot. They need something because they're in a tough spot. Andre, scale one to ten, how nervous are you? Uh, ten being the most nervous. Yeah. Two. Two. Wow. Yeah. Very confident. Pretty confident. Very confident. Weekend. I like. If you want to bet for the weekend, which follow us on Twitter uh-huh. at uh-huh. OU Achievers, we'll have plays. All weekend, college and NFL, but my first play, it's already in, is Georgia minus 10 first half. Okay. 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 I like that better than the minus 18 and a half. That's a, that's a big number for a good Arkansas team. And it's right. just, I worry that it's going to be a slower pace, you know, not a lot of like points yep. being scored, uh, like in the trenches kind of thing. So 18 scares me off, but I like the 10. I like the 10 a lot. Um, Jason, what you got for uh, overs of the week? All right. Your boy, your number one boy is going absolutely wild on Twitter. And uh-huh. we're doing some retweets. Again, shout out to uh, the, the Twitter account. For the record, Andre tags it if it's him. Otherwise, it's it's me. It's, okay. it's not it's not your boy Knox on Twitter, no. on, on the over-under achievers. I thing, can barely so. manage one account. I definitely can't manage two. <laughs> He's you guys kidding me? <laughs> um, so it's, it's Jason on there most of the time, uh, or Andre. Um, but Lane Kiffin on Twitter is absolutely hilarious. And... I don't know. Is it clear is it, that he's intentionally hilarious or he's unintentionally hilarious? It's not, it's not clear. Okay. That, yeah. That's part of the hilarity. I think it's both, and I think it's the opposite of what you think every time. But he is, he's, like, he's like gaslighting Alabama. He's like, they have the best coaches, the best players, the best facilities. Of course they should win, and stuff like that. Is there a, ch- is there a chance? Okay, well, and we'll, I'll roll it into my over because this is about Ole Miss and, and Alabama. Because I love that he is uh, you know, pouring perfume on them right now. But the sec- <laughs> if they did win, the second they won, he'd go out to the midfield and do the suck it gesture at the yeah. sideline to Nick It's going to be up. I'm here for it. <laughs> so the uh, I think the line right now is 15 and a half. I got it at 14 and a half. I think Ole Miss can cover that. The total point scored is 39 and a half. I've seen That's it a little so less. Many. That's so, so many. That's so many points. The Ole what, do we do? what do we do? Because I, I want to bet the over on that game so bad, but that's so many points. 18 and a half on the Georgia game. That's a lot for a good Arkansas team, SEC against SEC. And then for this Ole Miss-Bama, 79, that's a lot of points. So let's, let's talk through this because I think the – Conventional wisdom is probably Ole Miss's. Uh, this could be a good game. Um, I do. I, I feel like Bama gets stung when they're not expecting it to be a good a good game. When it is a big game to them, I feel like they show up. Um, I I feel like Ole Miss can score with them, and I feel like they can score on that offense. If the Florida game told us anything, I think Ole Miss can definitely run it. The thing I'm worried about is what if Bama comes in and is just like we're going to slow this to a, a rock fight. And I think Ole Miss run defense, they're 58th in the nation, so they're not really great at stopping the run. I feel like Bama can really run it if they want to, if they're willing to stay uh, patient in that respect and really slow this down. So as much as I want to take all the overs, I want to go Ole Miss over 41, I feel like the smart play would probably be unders just because I feel like that is a a smarter approach for Alabama, and that's the way they can kind of walk away with this game. The number has gone – it's at 80 now for the total. But there's a stat where Alabama – team total or combined total has covered in the first half 12 weeks in a row going back to last year okay hitting last week so if you're looking at a first half number it's 41 and a half so you're looking at a 20 to 21 
first half. That's pretty yeah, reasonable, it, I think. Yeah, but okay, but then if you think that, then you're taking the over for the game, or why? Why would it slow down in the second half? I guess I'm saying. I think adjustments. The, the scoring would speed if up. If one team no? gets a gets a lead, they want to slow it down. Yeah, that's intentionally. Yeah, the only, the the thing I, I don't know is the uh, Matt Corral variance because I can see him going off, but I can also see him going off in the wrong way. You know, but you saw what Florida did to this Alabama team, especially yeah. after the first quarter. But they were able to run the ball for over 200 yards with a mobile quarterback. He was able to do a lot of things that that Alabama struggled with, and I, I kind of wish that hadn't happened. And Ole Miss could have been the one to do that because now that it's happened, I feel like Alabama's going to correct some of those errors and flaws. So I don't know. I'm a little less – I think I'm more bearish on this game than I would have been a few weeks ago. So I, I'm excited It'll be about a fascinating it, watch, though. I'm, yeah. super, that's, you know, I'm kind of glad either Georgia had the, the early game or the late game opposite, obviously, yep. to does, be able to – Does Saban get credit for Lane Kiffin in his coaching tree? Uh, I think so. Because Lane was yep, already fairly – well, you know, like I'm just saying, like in the theoretical, because Lane was already pretty established and had multiple head coaching jobs before he ever worked with Saban. Yeah, so does but he, Saban, the Saban absorb that. He was like he a kinda, re- rehabilitated dogfighter. You know, it was yeah. like that was weird well, what okay. happened, but now you're cool. Now you're chill, and <laughs> and, and we can go. There's pre-Saban and post-Saban. I think post-Saban has been much more um, impressive than what he was doing in uh, Oakland or L.A. or wherever the Raiders were, you know. Uh, okay, before we go to Cameron Close to Spin, uh, Andre and I, we have an uh, vested interest in a, a local high school game coming up. Uh, might be part of a rivalry week, uh, part of uh, uh, maybe we graduated from there. It's the Baylor-McCauley uh, traditional rivalry. You know, back in our day, this wasn't that big of a deal to anybody besides us because we weren't that good. Now, uh, McCauley in particular is very, very good. They're two-time state champions uh, going for three-peat. Um, Baylor also uh, is really good at uh, recruiting people people and trying to be good at football um too so they're going to be there as well um andre i don't know do you have any kind of uh, early line on that game yeah i mean you're this macaulay team like you said has won back-to-back state championships and this is probably the best of those three teams they probably have six or seven d1 kids um that will go play somewhere uh i think an early line is 15 and a half macaulay take the big blue are you setting that line or are you finding that somewhere i'll take any action you want <laughs> you can you can find a line. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm on I'm on your all side. There's a music video now, so you got to You can't. Have you watched that music video, Jason? Have you watched Heart of the City, the the music video that you referenced, <laughs> and I did post on my Instagram. I did. You posted it on Instagram? I did stories. Yeah, I was like, hey, oh, you know, okay. here's what's up. Watch this. Yeah, video. Andre shared it with us, and uh, yes, I watched it. I will note that it is the 20th reunion for mm-hmm. uh, Mr. McCoy and mm-hmm. I. And I will, if someone will Venmo me $50, I will follow him around hmm. live as he explains to everyone in the class of 2001 what he does for a living. It's digital media. Uh, are you familiar with podcasts? You're not. Okay. Well, so. Uh, <laughs> and if somebody Venmos me $50, I'll just hold it because uh, I'm, are you going to go? Are you showing Oh, up? so it's a side bet. It's like, will he show up to the reunion? Right. That's the other bet. I, I, I can't, you know, I'm involved, so I can't, I can't give inside information, but I just think okay. there are some smart bets out there and there are some dumb bets out there. Go with your heart, and I think you'll know. I don't do okay. reunions. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Okay, let's transition to Came Close to the Pin. Um, again, as we've, as, we've cover, as we've covered, as we've talked about, the stakes are getting higher. The uh, standings are getting closer. I believe it's Jason 10. Andre nine, uh, your boy seven. Um, so presumably we could be looking at a tied leader atop the standings. Um, can how can do you guys... I open up about something? Yeah, of all, course, please? of course. 
I'm now nervous to do this segment. This is no longer my favorite segment of the podcast. I'll just put it out there. I feel like you are asking us to put your out of your misery here. You want to? You want to know? You want to know a hot take? Please. I'm gonna win today. What if you do not? If I don't win, I will buy each of you a bag of liquid IV. It has to be lemon lime flavor TBD. I'll give you dealer's choice. You can. You got passion fruit coming your way. I I like that you made that pronouncement, and I heard the distinct keys of like C A M E O dot com being typed on your <laughs> keyboard. I, I think not, that's just never, that's smart. I've never been on the site. That's good game. That is the that is the truth. I would never I would never just like set up a game where I'm looking at the number and then writing it down and randomly saying that it wasn't. Are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? You're talking about me right now? The guy who's in last place in the standings, is that who you're talking to right now? It's ridiculous. It's code. It's yeah, there's yeah. I feel like you're yelling at me when you're trying to yell at Andre and I'll take that. I will take your rage. I have to show respect for Andre at this point. The comeback has been remarkable. Um, Okay. The person we'll be guessing uh, for this week's came in close spin is the legendary, the iconic hall of fame quarterback. One Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Now this is interesting because some backstory uh, for my book launch, Jamie and Aaron bought me a cameo from Brett Favre thinking I really liked Brett Favre. <laughs> I don't like Brett Favre. And I don't think they knew he was guilty of dong slinging pictures of his penis to Jen Sturger um, uh, at the time. So it was kind of complicated. What led to them believing that? Do you know he took like $30,000 from Mississippi uh, to like speak at public schools and then he just never like went? And they're like, can we have that back? And he's like, yeah, I'll get to it. It's been split. <laughs> so yeah. he's uh, maybe that's what he's doing. Cameos, he's trying to make that back uh, uh, one one cameo at a time. So um, okay, I've got. I'll lead off with my guess: two hundred dollars. Oh no, I've guessed two hundred and four dollars because he wore number four. That's what I. Oh, so yes, my number is better. Okay, J, uh, Jason is at two hundred dollars, uh, and, and Andre, Andre is rewriting his. Fascinating. He's holding it up a second ago, <laughs> and then he put it back down. What is that? Two hundred four. Two oh two oh four. Are you serious? Yeah. So we have two two oh fours. We have a two hundred. Come on, baby. Come on. Dang it! I closed the window. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, here the tension. Dramatic is tension. Building. NFL. He's described as NFL legend. I don't it's know. It's gonna be way anything. more. It's gonna be way more. His it's number. Gonna like one, it's gonna be like one fifty or one seventy five. No. His number is four hundred dollars. Oh my god. Four hundred dollars, which makes sense. He's number four. 400. 400? See, that's what I was trying to get that's the most we've had so far. You want to know what he is for business? 10,000. 10,000 for business. For a cameo? For a cameo. I don't know what could be in a $10,000 cameo. That would be worth it. Dong slinging. He's like, hey, Costco, you want me to dong sling and uh, encourage your employees? <laughs> I don't think Costco wants that. I don't, you know. Again, not <laughs> <laughs> so how does this go so so do andre and i do we split this or do we both get individual wins yeah you said early on that we don't count ties you were tired of counting losses and ties okay. and then and then the ties started to build up and you're like should we should we start tracking those so no i didn't so, lose because no one got a point here so we do a tiebreaker so andre and i do a tiebreaker one. one and doing it between me and Knox. yeah you have to sit down and watch us because your guess was so terrible so um so the new guess is uh, I don't think we've done this before. Jeff Garcia? We haven't done Jeff no, Garcia? Uh, you're going to leave me out of Jeff Garcia? You know I love Jeff Garcia. Sorry, bro. You, you could have maybe guess a little better next time and you can guess uh, with us. I'm okay. Andre, are you Mine's ready? Down. Okay, Andre's written down. I'm going to say mine verbally. Mine is, I'm going to go, it's between 65, 75, and 85. I'm going to go 65. Whoa. 75. 75. Final answer. 75 on the nose, baby. 75 on the nose. Point to Andre. So we officially have a tie at the top of the standings. 
<clears throat> no for the uh, audio it's awkward guys it's, uh, it's just it's just awkward in here now it's really uncomfortable my and heart hurts i don't know if it's the room that we're all in together or and jason's pulling an andy reed he, he's gonna be <laughs> taken to the hospital i don't feel like i could use a liquid iv right now i think a <laughs> little that's dehydrated that's intellectually and uh emotionally so um okay well that's gonna do it for this episode of the over under achievers again thank you so much for being here thanks for listening um if you don't mind subscribe to the show if you don't mind even more you could leave us a five-star rating interview and if you don't mind even the most you can tell someone you know that might like the show to give it a listen as always i'm Knox. he's andre he's jason we'll see you next time